Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred October 12th. If I know anything about October, it's that it starts with an O, and if I know two things, it also has Halloween at the end of the month. And so, it has a reputation of being a bit of a spooky time, and with that in mind, let's take a look at the thing October is probably best known for, King Ludwig I of Bavaria. Apologies in advance for the pronunciations. Ludwig was born August 25, 1786, in Strasbourg, France, to parents King Maximilian I, Joseph of Bavaria, and Princess Augusta Wilhelmine of Hesse-Darmstadt. Now, to be fair, his father wasn't king when Ludwig was born, but rather a member of the French army. He wouldn't become king until January 1806, making Ludwig crown prince at the time. Ludwig was well-educated and served in the military as well as briefly serving as a governor-general. What's a governor-general, I hear you asking me? And to that I can only say, based on my many minutes of research, a governor-general is basically a person that other governors or people of power report to. It would be like if all the mob families decided to be run by one head don. There would still be heads of families, but they would answer to the one don. Or if all leaders of the world answered to a singular world leader. Like, say, for example, Nixon's head in a jar. Things were going well for Ludwig until, in December of 1809, when he met Princess Therese Charlotte Louise Friedrich Amelie of Saxe-Hildburghausen. The princess was born July 8, 1792, and was the fifth of six daughters born into her family. She was raised in Germany with, according to unofficialroyalty.com, strained family finances, but received what sounds like a great education courtesy of her mother. It's said that musicians, artists, and scholars were often brought to the court in order to teach the children, and Therese quickly proved herself to be a good student, excelling at the arts and mastering many languages. A thing that I found particularly interesting about Therese is that at one point in 1809, she was put onto a list of potential wives for the French Napoleon. This was apparently something that you could do at the time, and while I would claim that this sort of thing doesn't really happen anymore, I hesitate because of the notion of arranged marriages. So, there you go. As fate would have it, though, the negotiations were short, and plans to marry Napoleon fell through, and Therese met Ludwig, and by February 1810, the two were engaged and set to be wed, which brings me to... The year was... 1810, and on this day, October 12th, the first Oktoberfest celebration began as a celebration of the wedding of King Ludwig I of Bavaria to Princess Therese Charlotte Louise Friedrich Amelie of Saxe-Hildburghausen. The celebration lasted for five days and took place in Munich, and as far as I can tell, it only ended after five days because of a horse race that was set to be held. And that was a problem for the party people who were there to have their minds blown. 
So for the next year, they did it again, only this time without the wedding, and only this time they incorporated the horse race as well as a regional fair. And then by 1818, food and drink were being served in booths. I'm not sure, but food and drink were probably being served before that. But the article I read on Britannica said that it was 1818, so here we are. The article jumps ahead a bit, and by the late 20th century, large beer halls became common with some seating as many as 6,000 people. And that's not even the biggest one that they've had. The largest, reportedly, sat about 12,000. Traditionally, the mayor of Munich taps the first keg of the festival, and these days over 2 million gallons of beer is consumed every year. They did change the dates of the celebration, though. Instead of beginning October 12th, it now begins September 17th and ends around October 1st. So I don't know how they get away with calling it Oktoberfest still. Hang on. I just saw that in Texas, Oktoberfest pretty much lasts from September 16th to November 13th in some areas. Some of the towns are so close together or are basically the same place that when one ends, the next one starts and it's pretty much the exact same location. Oktoberfest has grown into the world's largest folk festival with 6.5 million people visiting from around the world in 1999. But for a celebration that's been going on for 200 years, it's not all fun in the sun. In September 1980, a pipe bomb killed 13 and injured over 230 more. And during the rise of Hitler and socialism, it was used as a part of Nazi propaganda. It has been cancelled a handful of times, most recently due to the spread of COVID, but also because of war. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me on, helps you this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.